Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. How long you been selling drugs with your brother? Ever since me started. Why, Terry? I don't know. I got tired of how we were living. Y'all work four jobs, and we still can't afford to pay a mortgage on a house that pops. You built by hand? Poverty is not a scapegoat for immorality. People are going to get high regardless. If somebody's going to get paid, it might as well be me and Meech. The path you on right now got us worried about your soul, and we can't protect you from that. Man, uh, Grams of Snow podcast. What's popular? BMF on Stars, episode six. Yes, hi, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did do six? I think we both feel the same. <laughs> I think this week beat us both up. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, for the most part, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the week just started for real Sunday. The week that just, oh my gosh, the week that just passed. Oh, the week that just the passed. last seven days. Yeah, yeah. Every week is a every week is a crazy week for the guy, but it is what it is. What you you said something about somebody got somebody what out of here? What's happening? Uh, I okay. We joke about not being civilians. I'm gonna talk about this, but I am a fucking civilian. So as I understand it, Alpo was murdered this morning. Oh, was he? Yes, in a drive by at 3 a.m. Oh, wow. He was in Harlem, um, behaving how he normally behaves, oh. and. Uh, they put him in a pack. Some, some, yeah, damn. Rest in peace, Alpo. Yeah. So he, okay, wow, that's interesting. And if you don't know, I don't know how you'd be here, but Alpo is is basically what Paintful is about. He's Rico and Paintful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wanna a, a really prolific um, what people who are not civilians I am, so I'm just repeating um, what a prolific snitch is what people would call him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like six nine could never. <laughs> well, I, I, no, I don't think. I mean, from what I understand, it wasn't that crazy. But maybe I don't understand properly. Yeah. Again, from what I, I, read, I never really looked into it. I must say he he got several people. He sent on several people. Yeah, I know. He murdered several people. He, yeah. That, I know that he, were supposedly close to him. Like it wasn't. I like think, he was a jack boy, apparently. Not a jack boy, but kind of the same intent, like. You doing too well? I'm gonna kill you, kind of thing. Oh, okay. I gotta get my cousin Curly on the line at one at some point. He the one, Curly. You know, shout out to Curly, man. He the one who put me on the like the whole Al Pope, Rich Porter. Yeah. He was talking about that back in. I mean, he would tell us stories back in like ninety ninety one. You know about about the shit. You know, Curly you ever grew seen, up, I'm huh? sorry. Go ahead. No, I just he grew up in the streets or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I don't know when it came to him snitching. I don't. I didn't really. I never really like I was too, 
I don't know. By the time like that story came around and I understood what snitching was and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it was like it was already well past. So it yeah. wasn't anything that was on like on my radar. But from what I understand, it, at least especially how Paid in Fool showed it, he snitched on a bunch of DC niggas. So I'm sure like Rayful Edmonds and people like that got caught up in the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's true to life. I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Because that could have just been for the movie. Because seeing people who seeing people talk about it who are actually from or in new york right it seemed as if it wasn't just dc people oh okay i ain't asked a bunch of questions because yeah i go to work every day i mean well the so. nigga dead now so shit i mean you can ask all the questions you want right yeah now but i mean even <laughs> then still i don't you know um yeah. but I, i'll never forget years ago kind of when i first got into like really enjoying drug dealer movies and, and yeah. stories and stuff there's a video of him like walking you through the day that he murdered rich porter Oh, wow. I'm, yeah. I'm safe on that. Like following the same path he took on the road, telling you exactly how his little man, as he calls him, gave him two shots in the van, way through the body, the path. Like it's it's wild. Yeah. It was bold. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really got sympathy for child murders, man. So, you know. Yeah. So it's a long time coming. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did. Listen. Uh, and, and, you know, you read what you saw in the words of Malcolm X. Very or, no, true. I'm sorry. Uh, chickens come home to roost. Yes, they do. In, Everybody builds come do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, you know, you know who it is, man. Your favorite uh, drug dealer slash mafia slash organized crime Why slash like that? i don't know because i was thinking that was like in between me thinking you know slash, i promise his thumb is not near his nose when he does it slash uh street gang slash uh white collar crime and anything rico related podcast moving into political crime it would see it would seem yeah yeah, yeah. oh why, why why do you say that uh I just feel like Succession reads a little political, or it's gonna read much more political. Oh, okay. This season, yeah, I, I can see that. I'm, I'm, I'm loving this Succession season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got, we, got, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, we do, we are recapping the same way we're doing BMF. We're doing Succession season three. Yep. So if you're not into that show, if you're into gangster shit, definitely get into Succession. It's about as gangster as you're gonna get. Yeah. Real American Pie gangster type shit. <laughs> Every Thursday. Yeah. Um. And uh, this voice you hear, man, it's your boy Treasy, a.k.a. Steve Drought, the commissioner. <laughs> yeah, the commissioner, Steve Drought, what up? And uh, across from me is my co-host Six, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Danity Kane. I hate you so much. I mean. Because it works. It works, man. <laughs> Danity Kane. So, do, um, do you got a first aid? Sorry, I don't know none of these songs to be honest. What? I don't know shit from Danity Kane, bro. What? I don't know shit from Danity Kane. That that era. Okay. All right. All right. Six with the voice. Please. No, Lamar with the voice, actually. Oh. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> Lamar sounded like a stylistic. Listen. I'm sorry. We gotta change his name to Lomar. Cause, Enough of you. <laughs> yeah, Listen, because he swore. Huh? He swore Omar coming. Yeah. Like, had the do-rag, had the shotgun, the trench coat straight off the wardrobe truck. That's right. Michael K. Williams. Like, was that a nod on purpose? Like, oh, for sure. I mean, I think. 50 I, Cent was a piece of shit about that. I don't know. What you mean? After he after um, Michael K. Williams returned, 50 Cent oh, made a. Yeah, nasty statement about it. Even for him, it was tasteless. Yeah, but, well, to be clear, I mean, this show was shot before 
MKW died, you know what I'm saying? Very you know still. what I mean? So I don't think it was like a – I mean, I think it was definitely a wink and a nod to Omar. I think anybody – you, like, we saw it in snow, last season of Snowfall, you know, when they had the, the character that was kind of like Clay Davis and his yeah. last name was Davis. Yeah. Man, listen. You got to pay homage to the big homie. The Wire, the Wire is, is the, the big best yeah. drug dealer television show that ever has ever existed to this point. If you're doing a show that's about drug dealing and you haven't seen The Wire or referenced The Wire or it hasn't inspired you. You're probably doing it wrong. Well, you're lying. You're capping, as they say. <laughs> you're capping. Not capping. For welling. sure. You're welling. All of that. Um, But yeah, I feel like there was something else that I wanted to know. Oh, because uh, I, I keep forgetting to give him another shout out, man. But um, again, if you're looking for more BMF podcasting and references... Please check out, um, uh, oh my God, this week in culture. This week in culture, man. It just, <laughs> it just escaped me that fast, man. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Jay Johnson and uh, Trinidad Ant. Yep, uh, this week in culture. They do also a BMF breakdown, and they're from yeah, they're from Detroit. So a lot of stuff. They they really get into the minutia of the details. They also re, they're recapping Insecure right now. Really, and I'm gonna tell you, man, that shit is like. I love Insecure, but this is the first time I've listened to one of their breakdowns for, you know, season five, episode one. Man, their their breakdowns are damn near just as good as the fucking episode, as, yeah. as the show. Yeah, man. Oh, so dope. shout out to them for doing the Insecure breakdown. I'm going to stay on that, man. They, they you know, two black dudes, but they show, they give Issa a lot of love. Good. A lot of love. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think that's about it, man. For me, do we need to get into this way in six? Yes. All right, cool. This is why I told you we shouldn't have kidnapped Lamar's kid. Man, we ain't kidnap nobody. We ain't take nobody's mouth shut. I fed that little girl ice cream, man. What the fuck is you talking about? We took her without her parents' permission, which by definition is kidnapping, Meech. Okay, so it was a soft kidnapping. All right, Six. Into the weigh-in. Um, I'm in a unique place with BMF. Mm-hmm. This shit was some mid. <sighs> No, it's it was actually a good episode. Mm. It, to, to me, it was a good episode. Every episode has been pretty good. Okay, like I, I started off hot and heavy with the show just because I think just the excitement of it. You yep. know, we've been waiting for it for a long time. But I, I, I think you're kind of right. Like, the, the, all right, I'm I'm going to give this episode a brick still. You mm. know, and you know our. Uh, you know, our weigh-in system, for anybody who's new to this, uh, you know, we do, uh, uh, for our weigh-in system, we do it in cocaine measurements, okay, in mm-hmm. in, in the metric system. So um, a whole brick, well, it's not metric system, this is really slang. We do uh, a whole brick means that it's great. It's a perfect, or it's a really good episode. That's the highest rating is a brick. We got half a brick, which, you know, diminishes down one to, you know, the episode was okay. Quarter brick. We're starting to venture into this shitty territory. Mm-hmm. And if we say anything less than a quarter brick, like some grams or anything like that, it is a trash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I am giving this episode a brick. Um, I do like the storyline. I think they've I, they've gotten a lot better with this pacing that I had a problem with early on. To me, they've gotten a lot better with the pacing. I Where I do feel you when you said mid, even though to me the story is still good and intriguing, it just feels like that it really this show really feels like a a teenager in comparison to like 
like now that we're doing succession, right? Mm-hmm. Succession feels like a fully mature, like it's like a like an Ivy League student, right? Yeah. Like that's how it feels. Like it's very mature. The writing, the acting, like you can't find any soft spot in you know in watching Succession. There's everything is at a bat in a thousand. On this, it's like okay, the story's cool, but then the dialogue is kind of weak. Or, you know, the story's cool, the dialogue's good, but then the acting is like, all right, this shit is a little over or underwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Or, okay, cool, the acting was a little bit better here. and eh, the story was all right. But then it, or then it's like, all right, man, you got a bunch of unrealistic shit that's kind of happening. Like, it, they always kind of, it's like they can't never have, they can't, what do they say, walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah. And that's that's what this show gives me. It's like, the acting still just doesn't get me all the way there, man. The, the show, this show is doing a lot. It's doing a lot. Like it's, it's, even just between the two main characters, between T and Meech, mm-hmm. like the worlds that they're touching, the things that they're doing, things are popping up that are not really explained. Like all of a sudden they just got a record store, you know, it just a lot of shit just comes at you at once. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not mad at your mid sentiment, but I, I am giving it a brick. Gotcha. Where are you at? I can cover both of it. Um, <laughs> I'm giving this half a break to be nice. Okay. Uh, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm really, really bored. Yeah. I was really excited for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the show has become one giant plot hole. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad at that. Right. And it's annoying. Like, when did Tiny talk to all these niggas and tell them we turn it on Lamar? right where did the record store come from right so b mickey's mama was really sick what happened yeah uh what's going on with lucille we just she just in her room like what are we right why did how did he just say it's mama and they get to run it why was he going why did he bring the pastor groceries i didn't understand like none of it's one giant plot hole and it's getting irritating right because they're just riding on the fact of the visceralness of it now they just it's just a show about shock value okay oh there were some oh well the stabbings you mean in this episode was the shock value for you yeah like it's all just about we're gonna like what the like the cops talking to lamar them niggas know each other like what are we yeah i didn't get that what are we doing yeah what are we doing the show is guided on right now it feels like the show is is driving itself off of look what we can do and it's like it's doing a lot but nigga we've seen people die before Right. You know, to your point, because this is what, episode six? Yeah. They literally have two more episodes to wrap this up. They could have wrapped it up now. Them niggas need to leave. Cause yeah. in real, and I think what's killing them is that we we either know this story mm-hmm. or you can very easily go find the timeline. Yeah. After they kidnapped Lamar's child, mm-hmm. they left. Okay, really? That, yeah. In, in the history? Okay. So you're dragging it out. Yeah. You don't have to. Right. If you want to keep, if they wanted to keep it one um, season for just a story and maybe something else they're going to add. Because again, they have license here. They don't have to keep it super true to the truth. Super true to the truth. Sounds all fucking dumb. But (laughs) then you make it about them setting themselves up, about them fighting about who's going to go where, right? Like Mm. explain some of the shit. What are they going to do with the record store? In real life, B. Mickey keeps the 50 boys. Like, so what are you doing? What's, what's nigga? Yeah, I told you, man. Back like like I said last episode, man, sometimes you got to give some time in between doing a show like this and like the actual events, man, because it just it gets real muddy. It gets real, real muddy in terms of 
But it doesn't have, I think my thing is it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You have creative license. Some of this shit is real. Some of it's not. Right. You can still write a full and complete story. Mm. Yeah. Lie. Yeah. You are allowed to lie. This is a make-believe show. Yeah, some of it's about real shit, but luckily, you're allowed to lie. Well, I think they are lying, like the, like the kid who gets stabbed at the end. I'm pretty sure that's a lie. I don't know, but even if it's not, all yeah. the stuff that you're trying to hide because you want to protect such and such uh-huh. and leaving us with these giant plot holes, right. make up a lie. Oh, I see what you're saying, to fill in the, the plot To fill holes. in the blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Like, I get you. Maybe that record store still exists and we can't know who and what. Then say you bought it from the, some Asian dude who you beat up and wanted to move. Like, right. Make it make sense. Well, you know, okay. why did Lamar kill? Like, it's just we got to get into this right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? Uh, you're right. Um. Okay. So it's half a brick, and that's a generous half a brick for you. Very. I wanted to give it an eighth. And, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad at that. Um. And and, and let's be clear. My brick. It, it is a brick. But it's like a stretched brick. Like there's a lot of baking soda in this no. brick. You know what I'm saying? A lot of filler. All right. So, uh, all right, cool, man. Let's get this breakdown then. Let's. Q passed on us, man. Pat's been bad mouthing us, T. Let's go back to what we know. Selling 50s. I told you already that shit don't make no sense with Lamar still on our heads. Man, fuck it. Then let's franchise out to our crew. We give them each a bag. They get their own people to move it. You and I will still be invisible. Shit, we'd be like Pat and they'd be us. All right. We back in it. Um, My face is all balled up. Yeah, this episode yo, annoyed me so bad. Six is tight. I'm going to let y'all know right now. Six is tight. And I'm just going to let her I'm gonna let her have it. She's going to be like swinging the air like Trey and Boys in the Hood. Because it's dumb. And right. we people were excited for this story. And maybe the writers are still maturing in their career, right? Mm. Or maybe, mm, I don't know if, if people too close to it had too much say, that could that I think that's probably going a thing. On. Yeah, I think that's probably a thing. Um, I don't know if too many politics were involved, and again, that goes back to your point of you need to wait thirty more years to do this fucking story, then, um, or let it be a fictitious story about y'all. Yeah, like I'm I'm irritated that the whole show has become. How ridiculous can we be? How moody can we make a scene look? Who can we kill? How can we confuse you and make you think of something more? It's like, just tell me the fucking story, bro. Mm. Just tell me the goddamn story. What the fuck did Lamar kill Slim for? Slick. Why is he dead? Why is he dead? Because he wanted to leave? Why did Slick want to leave? Why did Slick want to leave? I'm I'm with you on that. I I think he saw that like... Well, he did okay. So Lomar, because that's who he is now, Lomar. <laughs> Lomar did. Um, he did lightweight threaten him, right? With the whole turn your water off. He was like, you know, we basically. I think Slick made. He kind of made a strategy for him. Said, "Why don't you go? You're mad right now. Why yeah. don't you get Monique back? Why don't you get Monique back? Then we can settle this Flannery business." And then you know he went. And then you know uh, Lomar made this. I'm really going. I'm really going to drag this out. I'm really going to call him Lamar. Um, he made this comment. He was basically like, "All right, well, shit. If this shit don't work, the Flannerys ain't the only niggas whose water gonna get turned off." Basically threatening him. So you but know why? I, I guess he mad about the stash. He mad about the stash. Yeah, but nigga, your daughter. Like in in real life, he's yeah. not mad about the stash. Yeah, you understand? Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel you on that. I'm not even going to defend it because you're absolutely right. Like, like, 
I guess with just a little bit more development. See, okay, it's too late in the game to be trying to develop stories. Like, we, yeah. we're six episodes in. Something's like, mi- we're missing a part of Lamar and Slick's relationship. Yeah, you're right. It, there's definitely tension there that's not really explained. I mean, this nigga pulled out a gun and was ready to go against everybody on 12th Street on 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 uh, Lamar's behalf. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why are you tight with him? This nigga's mad loyal to you. But, like, I don't understand why Slick's so scared of the nigga. He had all the words in the world for Tiny. Yeah, I got a gun too, nigga. We could both die. Well, shoot Lamar in the head, bro. Shoot the nigga in the head. But, but no, but why? I feel you. But I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just saying, like, I, I if you're that I, scared no, of No, but him, we, we can't even get there because you don't even why? Know yeah, I feel you. I, I, I don't even got an answer All of a that. sudden, today, right now in this particular episode, yeah. they have tension? Yeah. Tension to the point where a nigga stabbed him. Like, like you got gutted nigga. him like a fish while singing about rain. Right. First of all, you can't stop the rain's a fucking classic that's, ass song. I that's my shit. Man, yeah. I, I like the Shaq version though. Shaq and Enough. Biggie. Enough. That's my nigga though, man. Shaq, Enough. a low key, Shaq might have the best bars of any basketball player that turned rapper. I haven't heard much of Dame. Kobe is spitting in his grave. Get the, he can continue spinning in his grave with that one. <laughs> if you think for a second that Kobe had any Kobe bars that's better, that, that Kobe had any bars that were better than uh, Shaq's on "You Can't Stop the Rain." Kobe is written by Biggie. Okay, Kobe is better at everything. Come on, man! You now you doing too much. Shit, Allen Iverson's goddamn. I'm sorry, Bubba Chuck's fucking. Um, Kobe, listen to me. Forty. What was it? Forty two bars. Are you listening to me? That was better than anything Kobe ever put. Are out. Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. Loud Kobe, and clear. Kobe is the best at everything. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Yeah, yeah man. I I'm with you. It's weird tension. Um. Lamar's crazy. Completely came fully clothed this episode. Um. May, and maybe that's part of it too. Maybe there, there was real no real tension, but like after he snapped, after Monique pretty much put him out and said there is no chance of this ever happening again. Maybe, and then you know he sees his daughter in the 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 window. Mm-hmm. Maybe at that point it's just like you know what, every you know everything is love is love. That doesn't make sense. It it does. It's not it's not good writing. I think six episodes in you developing this and like. I, I think it's just it's a dead point. Like he didn't have to kill him. He could have just been crazy, and we would have got the point. Um, we didn't have to see him kill somebody who rode for him. You know, to you know, what's the point of it? I, I'm I'm with you. I'm, I can't even defend this jump for real. Right. Like I just the whole show is just the way it starts. Right. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Lamar doesn't shoot at a school. Okay, sure, you have a code. Oh, okay. That's weird. Yeah. That- no, no, because the way it starts, he 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 shot. He was ready to shoot up the nigga at the uh the store, but he just stood there with a shotgun waiting for him. Like like first of all, a sawed off shotgun. He was a smooth a hundred feet yards away. It felt like he's not shooting nothing. Yeah, you're not gonna hit nothing at that range nothing. with this thing. Okay, so uh, but yeah, I mean that's even out of character for Lamar. Like. You you were waiting for Meech to look up before you shot him, like it's just getting dumb. Yeah, between I'm with that, you. between going to the school, now you got a code. You don't shoot at a school, right? What? I'm tired of these fucking Friday the Thirteenth flashbacks that Terry keeps having. <laughs> right, they're unnecessary. Right, I don't. We know Terry likes school, bro. This whole college shit doesn't make sense to me. Wasn't necessary. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Because, again, and I think it's bothering me because in real life, mm-hmm. he dropped out. 
He dropped out of high school? Yeah. Maybe he maybe Did, was it Meech or was it both. T? They both dropped out of high school. And okay. maybe it could still happen. Right. But it seems like they're trying to lean into he enjoys school, things like that. Right. This ain't how you do it. This was dumb. Right. This was dumb. And then you have these dumbass flashbacks. I get it. I mean, I get why they're there. It's just amateurish. It's amateurish. So, I, like, I totally understand it. I, I totally understand the flashbacks. I totally understand him being caught in between two worlds and, like, not knowing how to shut one of them off to really excel in the other one. But I just feel like it's... The flashback isn't necessary. It's amateurish. Yeah. That's not how you That's not how you say that. So, I, I guess part of what's happening and, here in, in this show is that it's kind of acting like the audience is dumb. Right. And if anything, these questions that this recruiter is asking Terry, uh-huh. he can answer because of the, the drug selling. Yeah, but he how hasn't. You... He, he just talks about how you figure things out. Right. And Terry is also always really good with his words. He's <laughs> always slick at the mouth. Right. But like, come on, bro. Like, what are we? It's dumb. Right. It's dumb. I'm tired of this. I'm so irritated with this episode. I'm tired of <laughs> fucking. What's their fucking dad's name? Um, Charles. Yeah, I think. Char- yeah, y'all who thought that Charles was right, y'all can go to hell. They are writing him like an idiot father. Right. Like again, I'm sorry, I ain't got no kids. Maybe I just don't know. There is nothing inside, but I I am someone's kid, right? Right. If my father ever looked at my mother and said, "Well, six is is out of here. We can't save her, fucker." Right. That's not good parenting. Hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not. We don't have to argue about it because we're just not going to agree. It's not good parenting. Okay. Right? Then we talk about we can save tea. You got all this smoke from each. Yeah. Terry out here trying to kill motherfucker. Your, your baby is a fucking nut. Yeah. Come on. This is getting dumb. It's getting dumb. Mm. And it's making me mad because I was so excited. Mm, okay. This okay. old head in the record store. Where, where did the record store come from? Yeah, that that part was it. Just first of all, I thought they was having trouble putting together the money. B. Mickey, they left us out too. Don't feel bad. We ain't know either. Yeah. The audience ain't know either. B. Mickey, don't you not you not alone. That's true. That's true. Because just like wasn't it last episode, they was having trouble putting together the money for the bricks, and then Meech was at the gambling spot blowing a bag of money. Now they got a fucking record store. Like? And they got a yeah. That that is yo. Can I, you know what? I gave this episode a brick on consignment. No, no, no. You stand I gave this on episode it. No. a brick. Of co- no, no, on co- no, it was no, on consignment. No. I told you it was a stretch brick, and it was on you consignment. You say it was on consignment. You lying? Well, I no. I said it was a stretch brick, but we now report. now I'm saying no. that this the brick was on consignment. No, you stand on it. You stand on your brick. Okay, mm-hmm. right, I stand on the brick. Fuck yeah. it. No, you stand on your brick. I got balls. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Okay, can I ask you a question? I, I let's get a little comedic because. Your 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 blood. Pre- I know how you get with stress and blood pressures and things of that nature. So let's don't so, poke fun at me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what exactly is a fucking soft kidnapping? Fam, I tweeted that. Oh, did you? Yes. I didn't even see that. What is what is what the fuck is a soft? What's a soft kidnapping? <laughs> this nigga meat said, "I get a little girl bought her ice cream and everything else." <laughs> T said, "Nigga, yeah." Her parents didn't want to. What was a soft kidnapping? And I will say in a comedic, I love what they are doing well yeah. is the brother relationship. Right. Because when they were in the car arguing, what, it, what are they arguing about in the car? He said, nigga got my, he wanted it to do, about how they going to do something? Um, about giving away the bricks. Giving away the, yeah, the bricks. Um, to be, to be Mick. Yeah. And Terry was saying they were going to do it Terry's way or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And he got the car mumbling like a brother, like, nigga, got me fucked up. What the fuck is yeah. this shit? Like, that's some real brother ass shit. Right. Like, we could probably shoot each other, but we're not going to because you're my brother. But I'm going to cuss you the fuck out. We're going to move on. Get your ass in the house. I'm going right. to get the sandwich. Um, they're doing that really well. I guess that's the kudos I can give for this. Okay. Um, they, they niggas stay arguing inside of a car. I love that for them. Uh, but I get it, though, because la- last time, in, in my, uh, and shout out to Travel, he hit me after uh, we did the podcast. He hit me back. They keep recycling these same fucking five, six. That's why they keep arguing in the car because, see, like a lot of this show was shot in Atlanta mm-hmm. and then some of it was shot in Detroit. So you got to shoot in places where it's like it's mad ambiguous. Yeah. So every time they pull us in the car, it's because it's like that's a that's an easy location that we don't have to really show the surroundings. Mm, so okay. we can sort of be anywhere. It, and then uh, to me, that's the reason why they keep using like these little like uh dilapidated warehouses situations yeah because you know that you know detroit's probably full of them yeah and that's something you can find in atlanta as well like the more generic the location guaranteed they shot that well in this situation guaranteed they shot those in atlanta yeah um so that would be the use of that but because i don't i don't think this was shot like on a lot i mean maybe some of the interior locations were in in a studio but uh it seems like most of everything's on location um okay yeah, I I don't know, man. Yeah. The more we talking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, you right. You right. And I'm going to get my last grievance out of the way, and then we can actually talk about what happened. Sorry, y'all. Gonna get <laughs> Go for it. What the fuck is wrong with Nicole? In what, in what way? I get it. She's a little girl, uh-huh. right? I'm tired of being watched. Right. You being tired of being watched? Got your little boyfriend stabbed. Yeah, I don't think she understood the gravity of what what was happening. No, a baby knew. I don't think she really knew that. Like, I mean, she, she she knew that it had something to do with the guy in the mall, but I don't really think she knew murder was like on the was on the menu. I don't think she knew it was deep like that. Exactly. You don't think because you don't know. We never saw the conversation that everyone has. Are they? They have secret service. Yeah, that was. Weird. Are, are are they the presidential family? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. And if baby, and if a homie is watching him, nigga, run up on these little kids. Yeah. Like, who, what they gonna do? Beat you up? Yeah. Yeah. He, Why he, are you 10 paces behind two kids? Yeah. Who, yeah. You 10 paces behind two kids who don't want to be watched. Yeah. That's smart to you? Nah, you supposed to be, you supposed to be like right up on them. Come on, holding their hands. Where we going, y'all? Yeah. You want a snack? Yeah, you right. Like, don't nobody care about you kissing, little girl? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's all I can say is you're right, man. Like, where's Lawanda? Who's Lawanda? Exactly. Terry's girl. Oh, yeah. I did forget about her. Terry got a whole baby that we don't ever see. We'll never see. Well, we ain't seen Meech baby mama or his daughter again yet. We need to see Meech baby mama soon. I'm tired of you. Yeah, we need Meech baby mama I back. I know. Um. All right. You right. All right. So you done with the grievances? I'm done with my grievances. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, it, it ain't, we ain't, you know, just going to hit on some of the major points of what happened this episode. Sorry I, if I rushed through some stuff. I no, you're so good. Irritated. You're good. I get it, man. Because I, I, I was so excited for this show. I think we yeah. both were. We both had really high hopes for this show. And maybe that set us up. Yeah. But I don't feel like it because this is, this is really bad. <laughs> yeah. I can't even defend it, man. Yeah. Like, I can't even defend it. Um, all right. So we saw that, like, all right, you, you just pointed out that they gave B. Mickey the brick. Or they wanted to. Meech wanted to give B. Mickey the brick. 
T said basically when he showed up, he was like he gave it to him for a cheap price, mm-hmm. which fuck would be Mickey because you know he thinking that they gang gang, and now it's like okay nah we we gang nah like it's y'all and then it's me yeah so we see that that's finna be a problem. Well, I ain't gonna say a problem, but it's a I don't want to say a loose end, but it's a splinter cell. Like it's you see now him and Shorty Cato. Mm-hmm. Who need her hair blown off? Yeah, be Mickey getting way too deep with her, you know, because um, he gonna have to kill her. That's just the bottom line. Who knows? Maybe he won't. Nothing I, has to make sense on this show. It really doesn't. I, I will say, <laughs> I will say, I want my flowers because they mentioned the murder weapon twice in this episode, and I know something is coming with this murder weapon. Okay, that's going to throw. That's going to you know, and that was something I pointed out. You know, I think the episode um, that he shot. Yeah, and he came back and he put the junk inside his mama little thing. And he keeps saying it's not. Yeah, he keep lying, saying it's not. And apparently he got a love relationship. Like, he got a whole history with this gun. that He's too stupid to realize that. Who are you, Nas? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you power, ass nigga. Yeah, so something's going to happen with that murder weapon. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm assuming that the last body that's going to get put on it is Kato. Before he before he re- and then he's going. To, oh, there it is. There it is. He got this this relationship with this gun is like his girlfriend. Then what's going to happen is he's going to have to kill Cato with it, and then it's going to be a double entendre because he's going to have to throw it away at that point. He's going to have to throw the gun away at that point. Lost both his bitches. He lost both his bitches. That's how they're going to do this. They're going to do this real Shakespearean. Probably some doofy ass <laughs> shit like that. Real fake sheer fake Shakespearean. <laughs> That's so doofy. Yeah. And they're going to make it a moment, too, if that, they do it. Oh, f- f- Yo, I'm glad you said that because- It's going to be I, dark and moody and shit. Like. I've been meaning to say this. I'm going to tell you something that I realized this show is very inferior with. It's very inferior with, like, the score. The, oh, my God. They missed so many opportunities. The music for this show is all over the place. One second, you hearing, like, like heavy synth music, like- that gives you just like a very weird 80s vibe. It's like they're trying to do 80s synth, but... They didn't it, want to pay for licensing. It's like the wrong tone synth. Like, I, they they missing the mark on the score for me. And it's all over the place. Like, it has absolutely no no cohesion. And it, Which is wild because it's about BMF. Yeah, man. Like, hello. Yeah, man. I, to yeah. me that... I don't know what their budget was. Mm-hmm. But it, this show is reading like they were stretching a budget out. Yeah, yeah, and, and they probably were in all in all realness. You know, they don't like to give black shows none. I feel like Fifty at Stars can probably get what he wants. Yeah, but f- after Power and that whole thing. Okay, so let's be clear. Let's be clear how this kind of runs. I'm learning here. I'm, I'm I'm assuming, so I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And because I don't think you're, I think you're a thousand percent right. I think that this show has way more like. Is trying to do too much. With too little. With too little. I'm going to be honest. I, I guarantee what's probably happening. Because like, you know, okay, this show gets greenlit because of 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which means that 50, you know, is playing an EP role. I'm not even going to, he's not a showrunner. I don't think he's a showrunner on this. I think the dude Randy Huggins is a showrunner on this. But, I, but what probably happens, I would imagine that. Whatever 50s production company is, G Unit Films or whatever, is probably pocketing a lot of this. 
And then, and then, you know, things like marketing, he's probably getting the marketing budget and he just going, he just tweets about it and Instagrams about it and starts beef. And that becomes like the, you know, like, so he's probably putting a lot of strain on the budget just because he's, he's the highest profile. He's fucking himself up. And I'm assuming I I could be lying. I'm not, I I don't know 50s pockets, but I get that same vibe from you. Like I not from you, but from the show that like that this shit is, I, I applaud it for trying to do a lot. But I think they just spent the money in the wrong places. You know what I'm saying? They spent it trying to they spent it trying to make it look like something as opposed to just really making it something. Um and then and then they be trying to make up for it with like lackluster dialogue and stuff like that. Like it's Yeah. There this story is really good. Mm-hmm. And it could have been a really prolific story to tell in this format. Like a BMF movie and a BMF and a BMF series are very different. A series gives you a chance to tell, like how they're doing now, the beginning, yeah. the middle, and the end. When you, when it get to the end, stop right. Right. But instead, they're just like fifties turning this into power, dog. And I don't yeah. want that. I don't want like I find myself wanting to walk away from the show watching it. It's like, oh, this is boring. Like this is dumb. I don't want him to turn this into power. Yeah. It's completely unrealistic and nobody cares anymore because where's the story? Ain't no storyline. It's just drama. Right. It's just mad drama. More drama than the ball ones. You're going to say that every episode. Come on, man. It's, Doesn't it's, matter what show we talking about. He's going to say more drama than the ball ones every episode. I've only done like two episodes though. So no, two out of like 30 episodes. I've only done like twice. No, it's been so I don't know how twice. I don't know how math works for you. It's been more than twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, we record these. I know. I, I edit them. Yeah, we record. <laughs> so yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm with you. I, I definitely, I definitely see this potentially turning into power, uh, especially with them developing like this whole love relationship with B Mick and Kato. I don't give a fuck who's fucking on this. Yeah, show. it's it's it, it went from like it went from Kato being smart saying we can't fuck because. You know, we got to keep it business because I'm a woman. Now it's like, now full niggas blown going love to, story. Niggas going to museums and shit. Niggas getting attitudes. Niggas finding yeah. notes. And, like, this shit turning into brown sugar real quick. Nigga, y'all sell drugs. Yeah. I'm here for the cocaine. Yeah. Do you understand? I'm here like, for the shootouts, for the goddamn fiends. Like, yeah, for the cops. It, it was I very, can't it was wait very. Wait till Snowfall come back on. I'll say this, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Snowfall do it a little bit better. Um, I'll say this too. For them to be running a big ass task force trying to bring down the whole downriver niggas, I ain't seen near one fed. You understand? I ain't seen near one fed. I ain't seen no I ain't seen past that first meeting they had where they put a couple niggas up on the board. I ain't seen no strategies. All except for the Lopez dude. Is that his name? The, uh, his cop? Yeah. His, except for the cop Lopez nigga being 10 feet away from the gas station on a stakeout. What happened with that? Yeah, I don't know. Like they they just totally let that whole storyline. They could have took out all the Meech gambling shit and put in cop shit. No, I feel like that was important. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out where he got the bag of money from. Who the fuck? If if if, if they were struggling to get money for the bricks, this entire show comes out of a Mary Poppins bag. We just have to accept that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we really should, yo what like thirty like thirty five minutes into this show and we really shitting on this episode really bad. No, it's though. it's a really bad episode. Yeah, I don't. I gave him a brickle consignment, and I think it. <laughs> look at you. Look at your back. I'm trying. I'm I trying. think that 
it had just been getting progressively worse. Okay. And we have been so optimistic and trying really hard because we were, we've been talking about this show since 50 hinted at it. Yeah. We were excited for this. Very much. Like I purposely didn't look up BMF because I wanted to learn this way. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about yeah. Remember that yeah, and you and you ain't really learned much about this. I learned shit about shit because and everything I am learning is the complete antithesis to what's actually happening. So it's actually yeah. Ooh. Do you understand? I didn't think about it from that experience. It's so disappointing. Yeah. And I think it's just been building up and building up, and now it's like, hey, y'all. So y'all not gonna get better. Right. So you're not gonna. Okay. So the acting doesn't get better. The story doesn't get better. Right. The, oh, so it's just progressively worse. Right. Enough. You know, you know what? Now that you say that, I'm looking at the whole parent storyline, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. the parent storyline has not progressed at all this entire season. It started off with Meech Daddy being mad inside the house. And this nigga ain't left the house and he's still mad. He just like they they've been to the house and the hospital mad. That's it. Because at what point do they get to acceptance? Because before these boys moved. Right. Their parents had began had begun to be taken care of by them. Right. So at what point do they reach acceptance? Yeah. There's two dog. episodes left. There's two episodes and left. And that's a storyline in and of it. That could be a three episode storyline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This I'm, so, sh- I'm yelling. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. Yo, sorry. that's I'm great. So sorry. But I don't I'm, even I'm like here yelling. for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, man. No, this show is like it's going I could have written this. It's it's like it's running a treadmill dog. A hamster wheel. Yeah, it's going nowhere fast. Um, every yeah, nothing has progressed. Nothing has progressed. Now that I'm thinking about it, like really, nothing has, except for Kato's a snake. That's the only thing that has progressed. Lucille really. still in that same blue dress and in boots. Yeah, it's like that story. Like nothing has progressed. Did Nicole ever go on this field trip? And that, I'm not even being funny. Uh, yeah, that was an I important loop to close. Right. That was she that was a heavy thing. It. In the show. And you never close. It's little stuff like that that's important in telling a story. Yeah. We should have seen her on a bus at a field trip. Yeah. Even if it was for 10 seconds. Right. That loop should have been closed. Yeah. At this point, I don't even understand, like, what the... what. So, like, when it comes to arcs and shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, an arc in a film and then an arc... An, all right. So, the arc of, like, a season of an episode, a television show series should mimic sort of like the arc of an entire film so at this point we're talking about six episodes into eight so we're well into the third act this is this is like the beginning of the third act right i couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you what the inciting incident is that kind of like got them on a path anyone i don't know what the mission is for these guys anymore oh the mission you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the op, what the opposition is, except for Lamar's trying to chase him down. But their parents, op- well, no, the opposition is their parent, are their parents and Lamar. But what's the, but what's the, and thing apparently that, the police, I don't know. What's the thing they're trying to overcome though? Like, what's the goal? What's the, what's the goal for the Flannerys right now? Is it to get out of Dodge? Because it don't really see. Like, if you trying to, if you trying to get up out of Dodge, they want to be the king of Detroit. Okay, they want to be kings of the D. Yeah. Yeah. Pause. You can't say that no more. Stop it. Right. Um, all right. So, but that's the. It's like, right. That's, I could have yeah, written the show. This is. That's childlike. This is weak. So it, it has me wondering, what is it going to do to blow our socks off coming 
like coming. I don't want my socks blown off anymore. <laughs> and, and I'm not even being funny. Right. I think the whole show has been banking on trying to blow our socks off. What do, what do you think? What do you think at this point they thought was going to blow our socks off? Bro, I think they thought Lamar stabbing folks. I'm so tired of Lamar being fucking nuts for no reason, dog. <laughs> Kill this nigga. Yeah, somebody needed to kill him. Somebody need why? To do favor. Like, it's. But, why did Lamar put fucking slick in Tiny House? Was that a message or something? Like, I, I guess so. That was a message. I, if I killed the nigga that rode for me, I, you know, imagine what I'll do to you. Maybe I, I, this nigga like he like Michael Myers at this point. And Michael Myers is also the most annoying slasher in history because you crazy. He the best. What is his mission? What is he killing for? Oh, he just he a wild boy. He don't got no he don't got no just vibes. Yeah, just vibes. Just, this show right now uh-huh. is just vibes. You right. You right. This shit is this shit is goddamn. It's just vibes. I think a yeah. couple good things happened, right? I think we're seeing um I think it's important to talk about it, actually. Okay. If we're talking we watched the episode, we have to actually talk about it. Okay. Um when they met with Dink and them after Dink got the little boy beat up because you should not have given a nine-year-old all he of gave, the coke. He gave Kennard the pack. The whole. Yeah. The whole pack. Yeah. Pack. And this little nigga not even, because he's a child, right? I, I cannot have expectations of a child. Right. The little boy is 11, quite literally. Right. Um, Got him beat up and they go back and T is getting upset. Like y'all are fucking up. Is that the third? Mm-hmm. And Meech has to remind him we not the 50 boys no more, bro. Like they, they take turns being like wild. The two of them. I can't figure out who's smarter. Right. But it's like, he had to remind him that they're not the 50 boys anymore, that they're basically almost a plug. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that T asked a question that was kind of, um, what do we call ourselves? Yeah. He was, um, like asking questions going to foreshadow, like what's going to start happening. Cause he's like, then who are we? Right. Right, not even what are we gonna call ourselves? It's who are we? Yeah, who are we? And me just like nigga, I don't know, but we not. They're they're the connect now. Yeah, this is their first experience being the connect. Um, and then like you said, what do we call ourselves? Meech introduces the idea of the family. Right, and we know that it becomes Black Mafia family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that was they did that well. Okay, that was a really good way to me to introduce that the to start that in people's minds. Mm. See, I thought that was kind of corny, but I mean, yeah. sure it's corny, but they call themselves Black Mafia Family. That's also very corny. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The I think mafia I... belongs to white folks. I've always hated when black people choose like white things and make it the black version of. Like, I just... Okay. Yeah, but that's just a personal choice. Nothing to do with the show. Got it. Got it. Got it. I ain't mad at you. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, well, you feel like T was had an identity crisis. It's kind of like, you know, we've been this thing for so long. So, like, what are we now? Yeah, I think that identity crisis is the right word for it to me. Mm-hmm. He, they've been doing this for, I mean, so long. But selling drugs probably feels like a long time, right? How long you do it? Right, it's dog years. Yeah. So that's who they are mm-hmm. right now. Literally, their their family is mad at them. Their partners are mad at them. People are trying to kill them. The police looking for them, all in the name of doing this. Right. And now trying to wrap their heads around, we don't do this anymore. Okay, what do we do? Mm-hmm. We don't know how to be in charge like this. Mm. Never been in charge like this. What does this look like? Who are we now? Mm-hmm. I think they know they don't want to be Pat. 
but I think they've only ever had Pat, so they don't know what to do. Right. They don't know what to do. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Meech does. I think Meech is on a mission. He wants to sell weight. So, mm-hmm. he's, so you know, that's why he's entertaining the dude. I mean, I, I keep joking about the, the gambling scene because it doesn't really make sense to me, but it does. Like, he's basically trying to win over a client. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to, he's trying to, because I don't know how much weight this nigga buys, but this nigga, you know, he's, he's spending a lot of like his, you know, uh, uh, petty fund money, petty cash money trying to win this, this dude over. So I'm assuming that he's heavy in the game and he even made pretty much an ultimatum to tiny. Like you either get this nigga on board or you can, you can kiss yourself goodbye. I'm like, well, you kind of need all the clients you can get. That's what I said. I said, (laughs) you need all the bread you could get. At least I thought, you know what I'm saying? Like the the name of the game is to sit, especially like you said, if you want to move bricks, you don't just get rid of people who, who buy bricks. You only have one. He's literally your only customer. Yeah. At this point, he really kind of is. So, so I get it. I get that where he's basically trying to get somebody else. Um, He's trying to spread his wings some more. So I'll say that that is kind of smart. You know, you got to spend a little money to make money. Um, that's where his flashiness i feel like came in handy yeah if there was anyone else in that room they noticed him too that's a good point so yeah. so that was a whole so oh, okay so so big meach got a marketing budget <laughs> he got a marketing budget for bmf Child, who knows because <laughs> you know he loves showing off his money in place he should not be but this he time does. it might have worked for him yeah he does um what else happened here man did, did i already say big b mickey gonna have to blow shorty head off yeah it's coming Oh, that's right. Because we had the whole he going how they going to do it. The gun. Terry figured out they're fucking, which to me was important that he figured it should be important. I just have no faith in no faith yeah, in the show I'm anymore. With you. So all the stuff I want to bring up is like, eh, yeah, nothing's gonna come of it. But in a well written show, um, yeah, that would Terry been a thing. Terry seeing her clothing there mm-hmm. and then mentioning it to Meech that should tell me that in the next episode or so, yeah, Meech going that it. has to come up. Because Meech hasn't, okay, Meech clearly knows that she is a problem, right? He's supposed to. He's supposed to, right? I have right? faith like, in the show. Like, yeah, I get you. Because two episodes ago, he he, he should have popped her. He should have popped her. and you, it, you just left that undone. We never, so no one cares about how niggas found the stash house, what I'm learning. There was a leak. Someone, <laughs> right. someone told where your stash was. Right, and it's and not. There's no sense of urgency to it. Yeah, but there's no, yeah. That's what bothers me about this is that there's no sense of urgency for anything. Actually, you know what I'm saying? It's like, or at least if there is, it it seems like they got sense of urgency about the wrong stuff. Yeah, like that's that was my thing about the gambling. I know he's trying to like acquire a new customer, but it's like, yo, your family's in danger, and they're still in Detroit. Like, so I think, like, you, you could put down the dice and you can, you know what I'm saying? Why you, book some it, tickets, book some flights. Why your family got the option to stay? At this point, y- your mom and your daddy both know that you deal drugs, right? Your father keeps asking you, hey, listen, what is so important that I have to leave this house that I literally built? That someone built? has to watch us. Like, well, that we have to leave the house that I built. What is so important? We already know you sell drugs, so why don't you just say, "Listen, there's right. a crazy dude that's out here stole a stash, and he's looking to kill anybody who's a flannery." Right. I think that's. I think it's okay to have that conversation at that point because they know the worst of it, which is you're a drug dealer. Now they understand that this comes with the game. It's crazy shit. You know, it's okay to have that conversation. Why they're not having that conversation is weird to me. 
I just feel like even if you want to be dramatic about it, have somebody fake shoot at the house, right? Like you, I don't know, bro. Like anything could happen um, on this show. We're in fucking Wonderland, right? Uh, th- these people might be, might as well be B six thirteen for crying out loud. Like, oh, come on, man. But at this point, uh-huh. these two drug dealers, family mm. or not, you are giving a lot of people who should not have options options. Yeah, I'm sorry if I sell drugs and someone wants to kill me, my mother, father, and younger siblings leave yeah i'm not asking you here are your tickets your things are packed go away yeah you know what i will say i what i will say is that this seem this this seems like the most honest portrayal of like a drug dealer situation and uh, and, and what i mean by that is usually when when we were watching these shows like when you watch snowfall right franklin saint is like very smart now, you know, first couple seasons he was making like a lot of dumbass mistakes. But like there is there is a lot of stupidity in the stuff that they're doing. Like just a whole lot of stupidity. And it's the first season. And I'm trying to remember that. Maybe the show can mature next season. And and yeah. they are 17 and 19 years old. I think it's I think it's a bigger age difference. I think it's like well, not they're not even he's not even seventeen because you remember the, the he no, said he, the, the college thing was only for juniors and seniors, so he's a sophomore. So so Terry like fifteen, sixteen. He's sixteen. I'm gonna say then, sixteen. He, he got yeah, a driver's license. Birthday. Yeah. So this nigga's sixteen, looking like a smooth twenty nine. Come on. And so black people don't age like that. First of all, black folks don't age like that. Yeah, but he looked a little way too old to be fifteen. Though, then like. shit, how fucking old is Kato? Yeah, Kato grown too. Like all these motherfuckers is children, and they grown at the same time. This is worse than Clueless. Clueless is my shit. Don't no, no, I'm talking. No, I mean just the people. Oh, the cast. Stacey Dash was twenty eight. <sighs> She's fine though. She's a bumbling idiot. When she played Dion... At she, that time, she she was fine. I didn't know she was stupid. And she's aged like an avocado for being an idiot. That's what she gets. Um, <laughs> but she she was 28 playing Dion. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, And I get you can't have little kids doing some of the stuff in here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, bruv. Yeah. Damn, the more we talk about this six, the more I'm, I'm feeling you. The more I'm feeling you, I'm I'm even trying to look back. Like even yo, my my notes used to be like four pages. He ain't got but a page. Now I got like a page. That's about it. Like for these episodes, that's how you know. Yeah, it's get it's getting a little washed up. Um, when do they get a new stash house? Yeah, I, okay, I like that little stash spot that was in the uh when he pulled back the little pulled back the junk in the cupboard and it basically had two layers in the cupboard and the bricks was behind the first layer. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty slick. That was probably like my favorite part of the episode. But when did you get the new stash house? Yeah, that's a good point. And it's in a nice neighborhood too. Or is this the same one? Am I tripping? Nah, nah, because they're, they're they would have had jump, to move. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they would have had to move. And that other joint was like a big old house. Yeah, this stash it was like house multi-layered. Like, like, yeah, yeah, this joint is like a little one, like a little rancher. Like, um, when? That's a good point. And where'd the money come from? You were scrambling to get bricks, bro. Who, like, who's signing these documents for y'all? Like, who's signing these lease documents? Who's signing? Well, like, no, but I feel like back in the day it might have been looser. You didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably wasn't as like. Yeah, this was mid eighties. Was is this mid eighties or is this early nineties? Because. Yeah, okay. Um. 
See, but even that goes into it. It's just not, things are just very convoluted. Things are very muddy, not clear. They're inconsistent. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're doing too much. They're doing too much. They're not, this show is really not focused on anything other than just how to make more drama, like you said. You know? I'm, I'm like, and I think you're pointing out something good. It's like, y'all think we're dumb. Yeah, I think they think that the viewers are definitely dumb. And I hate to do this, but I can't go from watching Snowfall where they expect me to have intelligence. Yeah. It's beautifully written. Even the first season was beautifully written mm-hmm. to that is. Yeah, damn. I guess we could probably kick us being, you know, kiss that goodbye, us being the official podcast I know, season two. I know, sorry. Yeah, this episode might have ruined it. Maybe. Yeah. Do we got to re-record it? Uh, no, fuck that. <laughs> um... Beautiful gowns, beautiful wardrobe. Oh, wardrobe's fantastic. Great theme song. Fant- theme song's fantastic. Perfect theme song. Yeah. My God. Uh, yeah, man. I, I really don't have any more notes, like for real. Um, I'm soups disappointed. You're what disappointed? Soups. What does that mean? Super. Oh, soup. Super. Okay. Yeah. Um, yo, up, yo, Pastor Snoop Dogg, dog. What the fuck was he there for? He is. Also, oh, no, grimy. Is that Tiny's uncle? Like for real? Cause maybe there's some relation there. Yeah, cause and I guess it was sweet irony. Wait, that means Lamar left this nigga slick in a church dead. Oh, is that what that was? Yes, cause remember he was like, "You can't be doing what you're doing in here." Right. And he, that wasn't a house. That was like a Lamar left the nigga slick in a church dead. Oh, how did you get access to the church? Oh, I forgot. He Michael Myers. He can get it anywhere. Like, slow as that, he wins the fucking race, dog. Like, yeah, man. And I still want to know why Charles, why Charles bought him groceries. Well, no DoorDash back then. Yeah, so he delivering groceries, and I, I, I really didn't understand that. Well, no fucking DoorDash back then. I really didn't understand that. And then how did Meech know he was there? I didn't. <laughs> yo, you right, yo. <laughs> This whole show is one giant plot hole. Yeah, you are right, man. Come on, dog. When you write, you write, Six. I can't even be, I can't even be tight. I feel like this whole episode is just like you being mad at me saying, yeah, you right, yo. <laughs> episode six, you right, yo. I'm just. This whole shit was a plot hole, dog. And this episode seems to, it could have been the turning point into them becoming the plug, into them becoming Meech and Terry as we know it. And right. they wasted it. They, they wasted it. Yeah. They could have spent more time with the crew in the record store exp- and us seeing the boys have that shift of mind. Yeah. Because that scene where them asking, who are we now? Mm-hmm. Is important. That was an important scene. And yeah. that should have been what this episode was about. Right. Instead, we got Lamar gutting people like a fucking fish for no reason. Yeah. For what? Yeah. What I will say though, um, it it in all of this, when you really start looking at it though, because um, it seemed like the theme to this whole thing was graduation. You know, they, they I, they've been making these themes, and then yeah. these themes are like double entendre throughout the whole thing. You think it's about one thing, and then it ends on another note. Um, so I do see, I do really like the idea of what they're doing with the Fifty Boys, because basically they're kind of grooming them to be people that start buying their own weight. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Uh, you know, I re- I agree with you. They should have spent a lot of time there. That was an opportunity for us to sort of see these other characters 
Because who the fuck is Dink? Yeah, I don't even remember him. We supposed to know who Dink is? Yeah, they just like when B Mickey was when they was breaking up, and he said, "Man, this nigga Dink ain't really the sharpest shoot tool in the shed." I didn't realize the nigga was sitting in the room right next to him. You know, like, oh, you talking about this nigga that can, that's clearly can hear you because I can hear you and we the same distance. You know, from the camera as you walk like, from the dude. Yeah, that that I'm with you, six. I'm with you, six. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we didn't really cover here? Because, like I said, they they what they have done is they've slowed down. Now that they've, now that they have established what the story, the through lines are for each mm-hmm. storyline, they have slowed down like adding more shit on. Now it's like they're trying to wrap up the loose ends. I just don't know if the loose, the ends, loose ends are that are very important. Afraid. Yeah, they're, like, who gives a fuck? They're just not that important to wrap up. But they're missing the. They're wrapping up the wrong loose ends. Okay, so all right. Well, let's 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 do this then. Let's let's stay there. What loose ends should they be wrapping up at this point? Or what would you like to see them wrap up? Two things. Okay. One, I'm not joking about, did this little girl go on his field trip? Okay. That was an important thing that we should have seen. It was subtle, but it, that was a relationship and character building thing, mm-hmm. and a character development thing mm-hmm. that we should have seen happen. Okay. Um, Because that could have offered more to actual tangible and meaningful conflict between them and their parents. Got it. Right? Like, yeah. It could have added an actual level of conflict between Nicole and her parents because she accepted money from them. Yeah, she did accept a lot of money. A lot of money. Where did she put it? (laughs) Lucille go through everybody else's shit. You think she's not going through little girl shit in the house? Right. Come on. Between Mm. that and why was her stash house allowed to get robbed and we don't care about how they found the stash house? They didn't even, you know what's crazy is they haven't even talked about the stash house this entire episode. They're just accepting that the niggas found it. Yeah, and that they got it back. And now all's well that ends well. No. Yeah, see, to, yeah, I totally agree there. That We need to be wrapping up that, that storyline. Like, yo, our stash house was raided. Some people got shot behind it. I had to fake kidnap a girl behind it. We need to address this motherfucking stash house. Yeah, we need to adjust this this stash house. We can't we can't afford to go episodes without talking about this fucking stash house. It's a big there's no sense of urgency here. None. You know, like like you know, where's the communication between Meech and Coach? Because the the before the last time we saw him at the gas station, the last conversation they had was we have a mutual interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I, is the mutual interest? What's the mutual interest? <laughs> like, show us what the mutual interest is. And if you're going to get to working with the nigga, let's see what it is. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not going to get to working with the nigga, then we need to see some progression. Uh, we need to see some federal agent progression about what's happening with this Drano operation. I want to see them wrap that up. I want to see them wrap up, um, obviously, this whole thing with Lamar. Like, what the fuck is going to I mean, that's probably that's going to be the season finale. I'm sure, you know, whatever way they decide to go, whether or not they're going to kill Lamar or he's just going to get popped and get sent to jail for the bodies and all this other stuff. Um, wrap that up. You got to wrap up this Cato shit, bro. You have to. Like, is is like I don't need another. I do not want to see another episode of them two motherfuckers smooching in his mama basement. Please don't make this a love story. I don't want to see none of that love story shit. I don't want to see goddamn Best Man Part 2. I don't want to see Meech's love story. So I damn sure don't care about fucking B. Mickey's. Yeah, I don't care about that. Um, I'm tired of talking about school. 
either go or don't. Get your fucking education or don't. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, where the fuck is Charles sleeping? Where does Charles Char- live? Because he can't afford a mortgage. So where you living? Huh? Where you he living? Sleep- He's not sleeping in his car in Detroit. Huh? You're not sleeping in your car. Yeah, dog. There's a lot of loose ends of time. This nigga now got money for a hotel. Get that fuck out of here. You understand? Like, yeah. They doing the most. And I wish him and his pops would just square up. I wish Meech and his pops would just square just up fight, and get it out the way. Cause you gonna you can whoop me, chas. You know what I'm saying? You got old man strength. Whoop his hands at, and move on. You've been working at a factory on you got, assembly line. Got hands like you sling boxes at Pepsi. Whip his ass and move on, That's bro. It. That's it. Whip his ass. Um, cause the the tension between them is getting too is it's, getting it, too irresponsible at this point. Oh, you know this nigga just pop up at the crib. Hey, oh my bad, dad's here. Oh, it doesn't matter if you leave. You gonna pop up whenever you want to, nigga. And that this his ass. Bam. And even so, <laughs> your fucking it's your child's son. Like it's it's he's he's Maybe that's maybe that's part of the unsaid tension. Maybe they not maybe he's like in a like maybe he's not really like a flannery. Maybe like she had maybe what? Lucille had that, the it's not true. I know. I'm just These I'm are just, real people. I'm just stretching. Yeah, no. I'm I'm just stretching it, trying to trying to help. No, because I tr- no. Because really I, I understand why he feels like, man, we just got to throw this away. We got to leave Meech to the wolves because Meech is hard-headed. Um, but, but that lets me know you don't know your children. Because the only person trying to help your family yeah. is Meech. Terry just yeah. wants y'all to stop arguing. Yeah. Terry don't care if y'all okay. I think Terry care. No, Terry wants peace. Terry mm. only responds when they get to fighting. Mm. Meech actually, Meech is over there. Terry lives there, right? Mm-hmm. How come Terry you know his mama been in the house, been in his been in her room for days at a time? That's true. Meech be there more than Terry. Meech went to go check on his sister, uh-huh. make sure she was good. Uh-huh. Found out his mama hadn't left the room. Uh-huh. Terry don't care about that. <laughs> so yeah. the kid who actually cares about you is the one you want to get rid of. Right. And you want to keep the little murderous nigga. Damn. Cause y'all dumb. He got reduced to a murderous nigga. Didn't know this little nigga's quite murderous. Who he kill? Every episode he want he think of a new person he want to knock their block off. Like he ain't done it yet. Though. Not yet, but it's coming. I feel like Southwest he got allegedly a lot of bodies on him. Yeah, I don't know. And when did Tiny talk to the Twelfth Street Boys? How did that conversation go? Because if Lamar is scary in real life, you had to convince these niggas to go against him. Right. The fuck. Yeah. Where's Flamel? Oh, Phil Mel left. He, he he went on the run. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. They, they that was a lost opportunity. I mean, he may come. There's two more episodes. He may come back. It was definitely a lost. If they opportunity. bring him back now, I'm gonna be even more. You gonna, gonna be even tighter. Oh my god, well, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. This yo, man, I feel bad because we did step on the work, but this shit we didn't step on this. This shit was a bad pack. <laughs> this shit was a bad pack. And I just mean in terms of the breakdown. Like this shit was a bad somebody somebody put somebody gave us a loaded key, bro, for us to break down. Like Yeah, cause this shit, I don't know. I don't even feel like I don't even feel like look, I feel like we disappointing the listeners, man. We usually come in here with some smart shit, with some good, sorry, you know, philosophical convo. We just this came in. This shit was so bitch. fucking dumb this episode. I'm I'm tired of the dumb. 
Yeah. We have been making excuses for a while. Yeah. I came here giving this shit a brick. You tried it. I I did. I should have listened to you first. You tried <laughs> it. Like, you know what? It's not a brick. All right. Well, um, I'm kind of done here because I, I just feel like we're just shitting on it. We are. So do you want to get into the Rico Awards? <laughs> <I guess. laughs> All right. You know the drill? I'm clean. You can check behind my ears if you want to. So I don't see it that way. See, I got bodies turning up, people going to MIA. Then there's that little shootout that happened this morning. Detective, I'm a changed man. Lamar, you stupid. That stupid always get caught. All right, we into the Rico Awards, um, where we give you guys a look at who we feel like is the most important person of the episode and the most important scene of the episode. So if we were if we were the Drano cops that were doing their actual job, imagine, yeah, th- this would be you know who you know the person would be who we who we can tie a case to you know this particular case to in this particular episode. So. Um, I'll go first, man. To me, the most important person in this episode was Lomar. Um, down to the point where they had to get his whole a, a nigga a whole new identity of Omar from the wire. Maybe they may, maybe what they're trying to do, maybe they're trying to do reverse psychology. They're trying to show us Lomar now and make us do a Jedi mind trick to make us think that like the idea for Omar came. You really reach him. Yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to help them out for why they would just completely steal a whole nother character's wardrobe and outfit and, and persona and persona and weapon of choice. To, <laughs> down for, to the hood. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? They down to the do-rag, my like, nigga. That like I don't even particularly remember Lamar having fucking waves, my nigga. Like what the fuck you got a do-rag like, for? What you doing? Okay, you got a little mini afro, nigga. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So um, they did all of that to pay. I don't even know if it's to pay homage or just to completely. Because co- sometimes, nigga, we call shit paying homage. Was y'all was just copying the shit? Right. They just copied a complete character, uh, and I don't understand that. But whatever, they did it. The nigga was shooting a shot, a sawed-off shotgun, uh, killed two people per knife. Okay. He stabbed two people, one being a fucking 11-year-old kid. I don't care how crazy you are. You just like... Which, again, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because you wouldn't shoot near a school. Okay, let me... Because I meant to clear you up when you said that. He didn't not shoot the school because he had a code. He didn't shoot the school because the bodyguards were there. When the bus moved, the bodyguards were there waiting for... Okay. For uh, okay, for T. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He so it's not because he had a code. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah, man. So to me, Lomar, because he is no no longer Lamar. He now has to wear this identity he stole. He yeah. is Lomar. Um. Was the most important character this episode? What say you six? Oh, fucking God. T. Honestly, for me. Okay. Um. T is. The smartest nigga on the show right now on this episode, it would seem. Mm. Um, he's kept oh, no, he's catching things, but he's not putting two, two and two keep making one for him instead of four. Right. Um, but a lot of the things that he's seeing and doing are moving the story mm-hmm. in whatever direction it's moving. Right. Um, like we know that eventually, because he brought up the fact that B. Mickey and Kato, he thinks they're sleeping together. Mm-hmm. That. That should become a thing to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this may be the part where 
we may be going into where he makes a decision about school. So I know that's going to cause a lot of tension in his house. Um, and we're also seeing a huge contrast in the way that his family is treating him versus Meech yeah. for the same thing, yeah. which is allowing us to see maybe why T does or makes a decision decisions he makes later. Okay. Maybe trying to keep that same grace, trying to keep that, uh, that favor with the family, mm. which may be why he goes and lives a much quieter lifestyle somewhere else. Mm. Um, and I think it's going to become a problem that he sold me Mickey that brick instead of giving it to him. I think that has to come up next episode. They they have to fight about that. Well, he they kind of settled it, like and and you know he, he and Meech it. settled it. No, no, him and B Mick kind of settled it when he was like, all right, well, fine. He fucking charged me for the brick. Then he gave him two more bricks to cook up, and he was like, I'm gonna give you a nice price on it. Love no, is no, love, I, right? No, no, I don't think that was settled. I think what was what, what were you gonna say, right? But I think that Meech told him to give him a brick. Uh huh. He chose to sell it. Oh, you're saying it's going? It needs to get settled between the brothers. Between the three of them. Cause B Mickey also, like you said, he noticed that. Why'd you sell me a brick? Like, well, he they, he put the kibosh on that again when he was like, uh, he don't want B Mick to feel like an equal. No, no, no. In the conversation when he told him that he think he fucking with Shorty, he was like, man, you know, trust me, I did the right thing. Besides, I think he fucking with Kato anyway. And then you saw Meech's face, like, oh, because Meech no, Meech that, knows, right? I just mean the three of them are going to end up having another conversation about that. Is what I'm saying. Because, again, after that, what we see is B. Mickey talking to Kato about getting the fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath. I think It's I, what should happen is yeah, what I'm saying. I, they, okay. I, I'm not convinced at all. Like, okay, okay. But that's what should happen Got in it. a well-written story. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, T for you. Lomar for me. Um, most important scene, it, coincidentally, it's on right now. I think the most important scene um, is when he went full, when he went full goddamn nutty at Monique's door to me because that was the transition. Like we already knew he was crazy, but that was like the point where it went all the way on the other side for him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's already killed his man, he done killed the little kid. And I don't think Lomar knows how to lay low. So yeah. at this point he hot because he and got he's bodies never on the night. Monique and she's done some crazy shit. Yeah. He was and like, he's never like he said bit off my foot in your ass. I put my foot in your ass. He ain't it ain't he ain't coming back to that house. He blew that. Um, but I think Monique I, is dumb, probably. Yeah, but the yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not gonna pin no hopes and dreams right. to it. Um, but I feel like I feel like there is going to be he finna double down and trying to get the Flannerys. So they're gonna ha they gotta respond. They have to respond soon. All of this we don't you know we don't got body shit. That's gonna have to go out the window because I don't. If not, I don't know how you're gonna coincidentally get him killed or caught or whatever it yeah. is you're going to do um because they're probably not going to make him die i feel like i feel like he's going to go down for the bodies um you know the conversation between lomar and coach um you know coach now with this phantom relationship that he has with him uh, which is crazy because real life is better than that mm. in real life the niggas just left the, he they got spooked so bad they left damn I ain't know it was like that. That nigga got a damn Satan Lyman put the fear of God in their heart right. to where they had to move to whole different states. In real life, it became too hot. The nigga did not let up, so they left. Yeah. All right. What's the most important scene for you, Six? What should have been the most important scene in setting up the rest of the story 
is them in the kitchen after um, T was yelling at Dink Mm -hmm. when they had the realization that they're not the 50 boys anymore. Mm -hmm. When they had to come to terms with, oh, we are the, we're the actual big homie now. Right. Okay. What does that even look like? What does that mean? Right. Um, Because hopefully that's going to create a shift in the way they move. And we saw that, right? Or a version of it when they were in the record store and T kind of apologized Mm -hmm. and was like, look, I blew up. Do things how you want it. Have my money. It's your business. Right. That's, that's on you. How you want to move it. As long as I get whatever amount I sell this brick to you for. Right. I don't care. You can't call yourself a 50 boy, Mm -hmm. but I don't care what you do. Right. I think that that shift is important Mm. and it should have been much, much more important. I agree. Uh, You know, <laughs> about you know, just kind of add on to your plot holes. So, who did like who did the orders for inventory for the record store? Out of curiosity, like maybe that girl who worked the desk. But she looked like she was all a fourteen, man. How does she know where to buy records from and to get, have them distributed to? Like, who did all the paperwork for that? Because you know what would have been cool? Store? Some weird, not weird, some very quirky, eccentric person who's super into music. Yeah. Running around the store talking to them. That would have been a great, a great fun. Right. Uh, what's the character called who comes to add that relief? And it's not comic. It's a, like a palate cleanser character sort. Okay, that's news to me. No, no, I mean, you see it in shows, right, where they have this character who's just there to be light. Yeah, I never knew there was a term for it. I'm asking you. I oh, don't yeah, know. I, me neither. Oh. Yeah, I don't But I, yeah, I they, no they need that. That would have been a nice light character to add yeah. with all the bullshit that happened in the show. Right. Like, have somebody walk around, see this record, man? Right. This came from this such and such year, and it's about this, and you can get, like, something, like... They, you, another character they should have added to this is, like, a financial advisor or an accountant. Because cause who's helping them clean Even if it's a hood nigga them? from community school. Yeah, somebody needs to be helping them clean the money. Because, you know, you don't just... Because these niggas not that smart. They, yeah, I mean... Because they had one, he wouldn't be at a fucking crap table with a, with a duffel bag full of... Yeah, how do you know how to start a business with the State Corporation Commission? Like, niggas who, is who's looking doing the for you to murder you and have already found your stash. And you are running around with a leather duffel bag full of... Full of money. So, you know what they should have just did full circle, just had Lomar rob the dice game, and that would have totally been an Omar move. Like, yeah, they, that's what they should have did. Where's Pat? Pat out here bad-mouthing niggas. He got a lot of time on his hands. He a coke, I mean, he a crackhead. He ain't got no dope. He got a lot of time on his hands, so he's been just lying on niggas this whole, this whole episode. Maybe. Behind the scenes, but we never saw it, so all we can do is assume. And I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Because you can't just walk away from Pat. Yeah. In real life, like you can't just walk away from your plug, right? But I don't. I guess. I don't know, child. Yeah. I don't know. Underwhelming. Completely. All right, let's uh get these verses and get out of here. Let's do it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> How you feeling? Both of our boys are wrapped up in the streets. I feel like failure as a parent. What we're not gonna do is have a pity party while we still got time to save Terry. Terry is selling drugs. He's also going to school every day and taking care of his son, which means all hope's not lost. We just need to get him away from Demetrius. All right, man. We into uh, we into our final segment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's a rap line for the, for for everything. Yes. So uh, you know this this season with BMF, we're 
were changing. You know, when we did Snowfall, it was all Jay-Z. So when we're doing BMF, we're just... Oh, and congrats to Ho for getting inducted into the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up. There's an amazing story. There's an amazing story that I pray gets shared with you guys one day about this Jay-Z Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a really good story. He's going to share it with me afterwards. I'm very excited after we turn this No, I'm not. I'm not licensed to. I'm not licensed to. But one day, Uh I hope that you guys hear this story. I I have a feeling you're going to hear it before this month is over. I just have a good feeling about it. And when when it happens, I'll announce it here. You'll be the first to know, Six, when I I announce it here. I have no idea. Huh? Huh? No, I'm not. I've sworn to secrecy, and I take that seriously. All right. Um. Why would you bring that up? Because, I, I, you know, it's called a flex. You know what I'm saying? When you're on the mic, you just kind of like, just using a flex. I'm in a flexy mood. So I just flex that I have some information about a situation that the people don't really know about. Like a, like a small handful of people know. You know what I mean? And like, I'm just. There's, that's why they call your kind Sagittarius. What the fuck was a boy at? Yeah. Well, it'll make sense when it comes out. Then I can be able to say, see, I told y'all niggas. It can, you know, but you didn't tell us. I know, but I told you that I knew something, right? But now I have no proof that you know. You'll have proof when it happens. No, I won't. All right, that's cool. I don't know that you know. That's fine. I'm You're just not, making shit up now. I'm not here to prove nothing. If you think that's going, you think that's reverse psychology, I don't got nothing to prove. That's cool. When it happens, I'll be like, "This is what I'm talking about." What the fuck? Bring it up. I know. I just what felt do, like what doing the fuck it. is your verse? Huh? What is your verse? I mean, who who we we're doing today? Pusha T today? Okay, everything's. I'm done with six between okay. you and this uh, fucking show. Yeah, I'm done with six. I picked uh, I picked Pusha T's verse off New God Flow. Not really because it really matches the city. I don't know what the fuck happened this episode <laughs> that nice. any rapper talks about, but to me, this is one of Pusha T's best verses of all time. Is the first verse in New God Flow. So y'all just gonna get it just because I want y'all to hear that and I want to rep Virginia. What up, Push? I believe there's a God above me. I'm just the God of everything else. I'll put holes in everything else. New God Flow, fuck everything else. Supreme dope dealer, write it in bold letters. They love a nigga spirit like pocket the Coachella. They said push ain't fit with the umbrella, but I was good with the yay as a wholesaler. I think it's good the yay got a blow dealer, a hot temper match with the cold killer. I came aboard for more than just to rhyme with them. Think 99 when Puff with a hand shine with them. Yeah. Matching Daytona's rose gold on us. Going ham in a beast that then took a toll on us. Since you overdoing, I'm a poor more. Well, if you going coop, I'm going four door. So, I mean, basically, man, this verse, you know, it starts off, you know, he come off with one of the hardest bars when he first started, you know. I believe there's a God above me. I'm just God of everything, everything else. So you got uh, flow, fuck everything else. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, with these bro- these brothers want to be king kings of the D. Pause. Gotta stop saying that. They you say, say it, that, yeah, Kings of Detroit. There, there you go. go. Um, you know they're positioning themselves to be pretty much, you know, the the top of the hierarchy for everybody in 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 Detroit. Yeah. Um, the whole the the first verse to me was like a tag team. It was like a tag team between, you know, Push and Kanye. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, if you going coop, I'm going four door. You know what I'm saying? Like it was they kind of had that back and forth MOP thing for a minute, and I feel like that's how T and you know, meet you playing the game. Like mm-hmm. they, they definitely on their Harlem Heat shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, um, you know, doing things together. 
Um, and I just feel like, you know, that's a decent, you know, that's a decent representation. I mean, we could, I could have just picked something from the clips because, I mean, it's literally like they're, you know, two brothers, yeah. you know, going at the game. And that probably would have been way more appropriate. But I picked New Godflow because I just fucking wanted to hear the first G. That's Period. that. There's my plot hole. What you got going, Six? Um, I picked the chorus in the second verse of the games we play. These are the games we play. We are the names they say. This is the drug money your ex nigga claim. He makes to all of my young niggas. I am your ghost in your raid. This is my purple tape. Save up for rainy days and baby mama wishes. Along with the side bitches. They try to coexist. End up wishing you die, bitches. Stood on every couch in the A at the black party. No jury on, but you richer than everybody. You laugh a little louder. The DJ say your name a little prouder And we don't need a globe to show you the world is ours We can bet a hundred thousand with my safe hold My number's looking like a bank code These are the games we play I picked it basically because I went based off what this episode should have been about Okay Right, this episode should have been about Them stepping into their role as the big homie About what that shift looks like for them Mm. About making some real some actual boss moves like getting your family out the hood mm-hmm. they should have got family out the hood this episode they should have struggled we should have seen more of their struggle with being comfortable being invisible now because mm-hmm. that's going to be hard for me each mm. so for me this that this verse is what this episode should have been about mm. so okay fair enough man um I feel like we did a lot and we did nothing in this episode. Much like the episode. <laughs> Much like the episode. I guess uh, that's what they call trickle-down economics. Um, give them our social six. All right. On Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. Or is that backwards? I, no, I think that's right. Grams of Snow Pod on Instagram. Yeah, yes. I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I promise you, six is way more entertaining on social media than she was this episode. That she was I wasn't entertaining. I was just grumpy. Yeah, I think you were just kind of like you were just grumpy. But guys, it. come! I was just. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all validity. I'm gonna tell you what you pointed out some things that I think a lot of people wholeheartedly agree with, and I think maybe you just put them in uh, very, you know, you put them in words for for people because you you pointed out some things that like I was like, okay, nah, she's she's absolutely right about that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I think just, I was just really excited about the show, and I feel. Every week, I've constantly felt let down, and we keep making excuses. Yeah, we do. And I was like, all right, enough is the fuck enough. Look at this fucking speakeasy they're in. You know what's like, crazy? I, I think we're just rooting for Lil Meech, to be honest. I think that's all it is. I'm rooting for this story to be told. I, yeah. And I'm not even being funny. I think that this story is an important black story to be told. I wouldn't go that far. No, it, I think it is. Okay. I, I, Black drug dealers matter, bro. Like, I don't. Black stories matter. We we watch yeah. Goodfellas all the time. We watch fucking Casino all the time. We watch Blow all the time. Yeah, right. Th- those are not important either. That, I guess that important that... culturally. They're okay. not important culturally okay. to us, no, because we're black. Okay, and we we, we enjoy them. Right. but they're important to their retros- to their retrospective to their respective cultures. But this is our chance to have that. Got it. It, about something that really happened. Okay, we know that um, not paid in full really happened, but I don't. Yeah, and New Jack City, we we just learned actually happened, which mm-hmm. I'd like to learn more about that. 
But this is an important story to be told, Mm -hmm. especially because most people are still alive. Mm. I was excited. And I trusted 50 Cent to do it well, Mm -hmm. especially because he seems to be so close to the people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Well, um, yeah, man, that's that. Grams of Snow, uh, BMF, episode six. We'll be back next week for episode seven. And again... I'll be in a better mood. <laughs> well, if, if, hopefully if the episode's better, you will be. If it's not, I'm just going to find glory in the doofiness and we'll just make fun of it instead Got of it. being mean. Got it. I'm here for it. Um, make sure you tune into our succession episodes as well. Yes. And See you on Thursdays as well. Yep, yep. Holla at y'all next time. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.